It's right. I, I apologize on behalf of Sons of Venus <laughs> for anything I might said offended anyone. <laughs> I'll put that in the beginning. <laughs> Welcome to PostBurnout.com interviews. My name is Aaron Kavanagh and I'm the website's founder and editor-in-chief. PostBurnout.com is a culture website dedicated to venerating burnt-out artists the world over. Our interviews are mainly recorded to be transcribed, but every now and again we release the audio in a series we call PostBurnout.com interviews. If you enjoy what we do, be sure to subscribe. In this edition of PostBurnout.com interviews, we speak with John, Igor and Ruslan from the New York experimental psych prog project Sons of Venus. We talk about their new album Crisis to Crisis, the formation of the band, the band's atypical approach to songwriting and recording, how each album was recorded differently, how their live sound differs from their studio sound and more. So... I guess the first thing I'll just ask is simple thing is just uh, how Sons of Venus kind of came to be. I mean, my understanding is that uh, John Ruslan kind of uh, met, at, uh, I think it was the East Village, right? Correct. Do you know the East Village, Aaron? I, I don't. I'm from Dublin, New York. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you know, it's uh, it was more of a popular place back in the day. But yeah, it's like a you know how can i can describe it maybe like a piccadilly circus or something like that you know it's a it's an area where a lot of people go to hang out you know <laughs> and me and ruslan were hanging out <laughs> so to speak yeah so um boys you want to add anything i mean I, yeah I, that's all totally true that's all totally because uh actually sally the one who knows everything about not the nose i mean experience and lived in this village me and Nigger, we just lived all over places, little bit by little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm but, a little uh, bit. Of the, I'm a little bit of the homeboy. So that's yes, a, yes. That that's kind when of my you neighborhood. About... I've been called the mayor a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so the right to say so. I came to his neighborhood. <laughs> but you know, we we have. Ukrainians everywhere in that neighborhood. We have oh, yeah. Kazakhstanians, Russians are all over the neighborhood. So it's their neighborhood too. <laughs> like like cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm, yeah. Is this going to be live, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> you know, in, in the words of Dana Carvey, we can just... <laughs> well what i'm wondering is so john when you when you were Islam, uh, um uh what what was the kind of commonalities you guys had uh like what what were you kind of uh talking about or, or... yeah well you know that's a, i love that question because really what's how i would define sons of venus is a language <laughs> we speak sons of venus language the three of us get together we don't need to discuss anything. We don't need to talk about the day before, the day after. We don't need to do anything but just start doing Sons of Venus. And it's just a conversation just like you and I are having right now. It's literally just like that. It's uh, So it's like a language. That's why uh, on the new album, we have a track. It's called Dead Languages, uh, because basically it's like something ancient about it. We're connecting on something that's it's not on the mandula. It's like in the, it's far back in the spinal cord. Like it's just pure heart and feeling. And somehow we transferred and it's, it's questions and answers that just come through a musical palette that we share. Even though we're three radical different people, uh, we share the language. In, in fact, this is the most talking we've done. 
<laughs> I'm assuming uh, Ruslan, uh, you and Igor, because you were in uh, Mad May together, I assume that was a connection then when it came to creating this new project. Would that be correct? Well, uh, I think, you know, like there's a lot, a lot of... Uh, uh, we have a history. Okay. <laughs> we have a history. We have a history. But uh, I think John is a great teacher. And he he teach a lot of us of experience the way to play and listen music. So I think we, uh, besides that, me and Nigger played for a while and long time, but I think uh, me and Nigger, you know, and we we because we learn a lot and uh, find find new stuff a lot. We kind of brought it to Mad Mac, I think, too. It's just like as a rhythm section at least. Yeah, Ruslan yeah. actually brought me to Mad Mag. If we're talking about that, is that we were we were in a band called The Clocks, which eventually John and and another guy they they joined, and then when that band kind of broke up, instead of breaking up, we transformed into the Sons of Venus. Okay, and so because so the, real the music the, never die, you know, real yeah. music never die. We we yeah. we actually we had a. Uh, uh the band's band the, like this lead singer at of the clocks he left at the moment when we had a big show coming up and we just ended up winging it writing another song during the first rehearsal and then just kind of improvising our way through the old songs yeah this this song was on the first album uh, called yeah. hold on hold on and yeah. i remember that was the first time in my life um, maybe john had it you know he he He's the longest who play music, <laughs> but uh, we just wrote this song like a week ago or two we weeks before the show, yeah. and the guy just show up after we performed it in the show. He's like, "Where I can listen it? Where I can listen to it? Where I can find it? Is it in iTunes?" It was like we just played like third time. <laughs> we haven't recorded <laughs> it yet. <laughs> we we were we had like this little mini tour with this uh, kind of like this super group named jelly jam and it's like uh members of dream theater king's x and and a drummer yeah. <laughs> uh, the drummer was from uh the dixie dregs which right was a, the dixie yeah. dregs that's right because i forget i forget rod morgenstein in my world he's much more famous than the other <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just remember i i remember the I bass player sure. everybody knows the bass player. <laughs> I got all the these famous friends. one. I think yes. I think the flea and that guy. The only two <laughs> players I know, and so that's why. Uh, that's why. Yeah, Igor. I, I just remember because I have all these guitar player and bass player people who like are huge fans of Dream Theater, and I was showing off with my my picture of, of the guy. That that's why, it, like, it kind of. Uh, but yeah, we we had we had those couple of shows, and we we ended up improvising. And somebody people were coming up to us and like, where can we listen? And like nowhere. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that that was uh, we formed out of that, and then it became like this. I think the Sons of Venus generally, it's not like it's an orgasm. Uh, orgasm. It's it's an organ. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, not an orgasm. Uh, hey, but, you know, it's, all, it's all good uh, today. Sorry. It's all Cheers. good. <laughs> I, no, I, I, re I remember that rehearsal because I was I came I came depressed and I was in a panic and and like I come to the rehearsal and we're like that's it we have to cancel the shows the band is over 
And these two guys will go, no, let's just write a song. <laughs> like, yeah. and we wrote a song. In, yeah, in, I mean, in, we, in like I mean, because we've been already playing, even we've been already playing and we have this chemistry right in the beginning. So, you know, it, you can't deny it. It's just like there. And when I think this is the most important, when there's a chemistry, then there's a band exists. And there's no chemistry, and then band doesn't exist. So okay. yeah, and like we, we 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 have a really good, uh, you know, chemistry. We we feel each other as musicians, the, not the, orgasm thing. Yeah, the organism. <laughs> but I was gonna say it's it's an or it's it's an orgasm that evolves. <laughs> it's, not, it's it's an organism. Uh, like this, I've been in in a bunch of bands. Ruslan's been in a bunch of bands. John Sully, I mean. Yeah. I don't know. He he's like a history behind him. Well, my bunch of bands. It's you play a bunch of bands. <laughs> well, I, I actually, you know, I I can credit Ruslan in teaching me how to play the bass on some level, at like on on a big level. That that's who like kind of like he just kind of handed it to me, <laughs> like here, <laughs> take it. Uh, no, but I mean, it's and in in the bunch of bands that I've been, it's like you know people they. Let's write a song. We get together. We write a song. You know, in in the clocks, we jammed too. We jammed a lot. And Mad Mag, we jammed. But it's more like song structure. In Sons of Venus, we just let it all go. I yeah. think. And the guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but we don't like like John said. Uh, we don't discuss it. We we basically put on our instruments and we play. Our second album was fully improvised. Okay. I mean, we we've played, you know, we we'll play those songs again sometime, but we only played them once. <laughs> well, there is like yeah. when you kind of listen to the music, there is, a, a, I think, a very sense of like um, no consideration for genre. It's just very much. It, it seems like your music, and correct me if this is wrong, this if, if this wasn't your intent, but for me, the feeling was very much like t- uh, little odysseys, like little journeys each. Oh yeah, right. yeah. It's it's cinema. Like we have, you know, there's a lot of things that influence us, uh, and I would say cinema is a big is a big one. Um, so I think that why we're able to follow each other and have that language is because we're there. We're there's pictures in our mind. There's po- poetry is involved. So I, I, you know, what I find with um, the time period that I played music. You know, people are so young. People are so savvy. They know about the music business. They know about hit records. Um, so they're very, very rooted on the ground about the way they're doing music. And they're, you know, they're the first musicians say now it's music business, and and that's not us. We're all about poetry. We're more like an older version of what a musician was. It's it's more about how do you express these things in sound that you would express in some of the way with like the stars or the sun and the sky and the ocean. So that that's, we're thinking in those elements while we're playing. We're not thinking about the audience. We're not thinking about whether this is good or bad. We're not thinking whether this is gonna be popular or cool. We're really thinking in these deeper, more mythological uh, archetypes that are, like I said, I keep coming back to the word of ancient, but the band is called Sons of Venus. You know, it's 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 even pre-Christian, you know, in the name. It's like a pagan-esque type thing. And even the album title, Crisis to Crisis, within the title is Isis to Isis. 
Mm-hmm. So even before paganism, you have the Egyptian in, that's in there. So there's something very ancient about what we're doing. And I think, um, you know, that I think that's what's in the sound. So that's why when you're saying it, it bypasses a genre, because what's a genre where we're yeah. <laughs> we're going to the root actual vibration, you know, before it's way before genre. So, yes, you, you are correct. Yeah. And I think like I was saying like that, that um I, I think like that kind of um I, I was using the term little odyssey, but that's really what it feels like to me. It feels like I don't know, a really kind of constructed journey. I, I it feels like something like homework or something like that. Does that like would you say it's a fair assessment? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I get what you're saying that way, because there's a I mean, there's a academia between the three of us. Like we're very much into reading, we're very much into uh patterns in society. This is things we didn't even know we connected on until the world lost its mind and everything flipped upside down and people went in all different directions. And the three of us only got even closer because we (laughs) recognized similar patterns. So, uh, you know, music is patterns, right? Poetry is patterns. All these things keep boiling down of where there's something in the cog of the machine of Sons of Venus that we, you know, Igor, has one wheel, Ruslan's another wheel, I'm another wheel, and those three wheels just fit together and turn. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think uh, just to add what Jen was saying, breathing is another pattern. Yeah, great. Great. Yeah. And, and yeah. That's, that's what kind of, this music breathes. I so, yeah. Do you think it would be fair to say that the, compared to, say, other projects that you guys are involved with, and do you think this one is a lot more kind of based on instinct then, or that's that's kind of the, the impression I'm getting. It's it's a lot more, um, and no, it's a lot more improvisational almost. But it but kind of it, it sort of dictates it um a structure based on I guess what you're talking about, a kind of mutual uh, understanding of each other. And but, but do you think that would be a fair assessment then? Well, yeah, I, I mean, I have um I have a lot of experience like you know, doing jazz music, jazz music is defined by improvisation, yet I don't know if I would say Sons of Venus is jazz, mm-hmm. uh, because there's a the way jazz defines its improvisation, it's based on a harmonic structure, whether you're in or out of the harmonic structure, it's still based on that harmonic structure. So even though we have harmonic structures in our music, it's not where we're following You know, Mm -hmm. same with the time, whether it's swing or non-swing, whether it's two or three or five or seven, we're not thinking mathematically in time. Um, So so it's more the idea of the feeling. How how can we match the poetic feeling like more like how does water move? And that's what you know, we would we would come together and say, wow, this feels, you know, very angular or 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 very fluid so we're, we're working more kind of on poetic structures mm-hmm. um but as far as what jazz is doing where you're somebody takes the lead the other two move back to support and then after that person leads moves into support somebody else comes in and leads we're doing all that just like a jazz band would same exact way yeah well it's like ca- capturing the moment i think that was like t- from the beginning when w- when this band became, um, I think that was, I think we spoke about it. Uh, that it's kind of like our motto. We're not trying to write song. We're trying to capture the moment, that moment that is impossible to kind of get in a, in a time capsule. 
you know, so we capture it, we record it, we move on, we capture the next moment. Yeah. We try to recreate it, but it's always different. It's always a different moment that we're recreating. We capture that moment, and then we move on to the next moment. We recreate it, you know, and that that cycle, that kind of yeah. That, that that is, let let on Sally just do this magic. Yeah, like magic like what, moments, what you, mo, mo, edit moment, edit moments. You know, yeah, like what, what what you did, what you're gonna do with my cockroach? <laughs> 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 yeah. So yeah, well that. That's the beauty of recording, right? Like even in the word record, yeah. like reconnect, right? So that's a lot of my editing process. So, you know, I, I just tell the boys, just play. Don't think, don't worry mm -hmm. about it. Just follow your heart 100%. And then, uh, you know, I, I have a little knack for it where I can go in and there's something about, uh, you know, as a kid, I was very much into uh, graphics and shapes and forms and collages. I used to make my own collages, cutting things out of magazines. So uh, the minute that you know uh, uh, that you were able to, whether it was with a razor blade with a tape machine or you know digital software, the minute I realized I could make sound collages, that was it. I got very deep into it, and uh, I think I have a knack for it. Uh, <laughs> I can tell, like, uh, we, you know, we just we just did a radio edit for one of the songs because our songs tend to go on for a while because, like, we like that breathing meditative aspect, but we understand for different uh, environments they they might be a little bit long. So uh, we we were discussing about doing an edit, and they and I was they thought I was telling them where I would put the edit, but no, I was actually no, I sent you the file already. It's already done. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, when did you do it? I was like, I just, I just did it now. I just sent it to you. So I seem to have a, a knack for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to, you used to do collages. I used to do collages when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. I love. I'm a I, I used to. Here's like, I, yeah. I, 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 here's the dumb thing about me though. I, I taped them with with like the hardest glue on 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 the walls <laughs> of my room. <laughs> And, and I couldn't, I couldn't get them off when we were moving out of that. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I had like, I had like, like Lenin and dead bodies and like women and like, you know, naked women. All the, all this shit on my walls, and I, like, I couldn't get them fucking. <laughs> I, I learned that way at first, but then what I started to do is I would search around if I would see like pieces of wood lying around. And that's how I started yeah. to. Do on uh, on spare pieces of wood and then i would screw screw like little hooks in them and hang them up yeah so no, i mean yeah that, that would be that would be much smarter but uh, <laughs> I, I just cut cut to the source i guess <laughs> so you probably still owe money to the landlord right oh we <laughs> never paid, we paid some yeah we paid. this was like this was the first he never returned the direct he never did we, we, deposit. Paid, we paid we paid for that room i i uh, it was the place we moved in uh, when we moved to the United States, and we we stayed there for like. Speak of the cockroaches, man! <laughs> All right, I didn't speak of them. You wrote them on. Uh, yeah, but we, that was the first place I lived, and I was like, uh, what twelve? Just remember, we're talking about music. Yeah. It's not any animal channel. There's like no flora fauna thing going on. When different channel, yeah, right? I just, I, me, me and John, we just struck a chord because we both made collages. Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Maybe. But he was saying about music collages. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, it's it's this a collage in itself is kind of a same. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. I just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, anyways, not. So do you Actually, guys kind of 
Sarah, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 sorry. Actually, you know, when we were doing Adventures in Caution and I was trying to make a, you remember I was trying to make a, a cover? We ended up, somebody else was doing it, but I was trying to, like, I was sending you guys a cover. I photographed one of my old collages and I was trying to put, like, the this, the thing on it. Uh, on, on oh, the, oh, which one was that? Remind me, I'm forgetting. I, it, it wasn't great. I don't even know if I sent it. Oh, it, yeah. it didn't come out, but... Just like, so Aaron yeah. knows... <laughs> Just so Aaron knows, uh, Adventures in Caution is the title of our okay. second record. Just so he knows what you're talking about, Igor. <laughs> All right. Yeah, sorry. I did so research. Thank, thank you for coming to our interview. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no problem. Um, yeah, one thing I was going to ask, and so in a way, do you kind of see Sons of Venus in that regard to be somewhat of a more of a multimedia project rather than just music? I mean, the fact that you are kind of um, <clears throat> taking those aspects of, of um, everything you learned from other art pieces as you were talking about the kind of the structure and the form and uh, from like uh, collage making for example and um, do, you, do you in a way see it as an extension of that yeah well i mean uh i would say uh you know i, I mean I, I really consider myself more of an artist you know i'm a theater artist i'm a performance artist if you look at my background even now i, I have a theater company uh, called Temper Distortion, which is out there, and we're doing installation sound design pieces, and um, and it's a touring company. It's been all over the world. It's been around for you know a couple of decades. Um, so yeah, so you're hitting the nail on the head. Multimedia is it definitely it's it's not just a a metaphor. It's actually a, a part of my career. And then the same with the boys. I mean, they all multi instrumentals, um, uh, doing all different kind of creative things with video and and uh and and solo performances um so yeah so i think that's something that brings us together too we're not your typical like rock and rollers so to right. speak uh so there is something there uh you know it's kind of that new york thing right it's that andy warhol factory thing we we there's a resonance to that the, the place where me and ruslan met and then you know even igor was there a lot was called Ideal Glass, which was basically modeled after Andy Warhol's factory. And I was like, kind of like a artistic director there. Um, so yeah, so that it, it, it had a program of not just music, there were all different types of things going on there. Um, and we participated in all of it. And um, really, the, the, the music thing is you know why it why it gets a little bit more uh distilled when the three of us comes together is kind of a mystery we don't know we don't question it this is our third record we have no <laughs> idea how we got to the third record we just keep doing it and each record we love and uh to oh, be honest, yeah. yeah yeah and and the, we would have had a, a label uh, out before this but then COVID happened and just screwed everything up so when, you know, when we released this record and a label picked up on it again, we knew we just know something's there. We just know it. So, you, you know, Radiohead has a song where you end and I begin, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. And then they also have everyone can play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that sums it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, well, totally. also they have a song, uh, Everything is Right Place. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. Um, and creep <laughs> <laughs> so, so take, take four of those titles and that's what sounds like. <laughs> you do it to yourself <laughs> you do it's, it's a collage of, of radiohead well, what, uh, that, that All right. we're gonna, that we're gonna talk radiohead language now <laughs> just <laughs>
uh, talking about you mentioned the new album coming up at the moment the the latest single is uh living in blood which is uh an almost eight minute kind of really kind of um a very I, I think very um challenging and very kind of i don't know very kind of ominous sort of of track uh yeah i was wondering if maybe you guys could talk about it a little bit Oh, yeah, I guess I'll start on that because in uh, this particular record, because of COVID and because of the lockdown, I, you know, just had a lot of ideas that were coming through. And I kind of I played around with the idea of um, it, it, to go into our process a little bit. It's um, it was the there's definitely a feeling when the three of us are in a room together when we play that's super easy and super automatic and we just know it. But I wanted to do an experiment since I couldn't be with them. What if I just imagined them there? So I kind of did like an inner thing. And then I did the same thing. I put up the microphones. I grabbed my guitar. I had my pedal board set up. And I just played as if they were right there with me playing. And I did a lot of music, basically the whole record. Uh, and I edited it. I sang to it. I laid the keyboards on it. I did the sound design on it. And then I sent it to them really kind of uh you know not really saying much other just sending to them because if they were like oh yeah it's okay you know thanks for sending and if they didn't respond to it in a certain way i would have just left it at that so uh but both of them responded very similar like i would love to play on this i feel like i could just play right on this and it does it feels like this could be our third record so that was what i was looking for uh, and then we figured out a way to uh, help them build their studio so as they can get so they could lay down their tracks to the to to my tracks. And that's how we built it. So I wanted to say that first, because the idea for Living in Blood came to me. But um, um, I always had this idea the minute that we got the, the idea for the name Sons of Venus. And this was a process of us everyone was throwing in their two cents. So even the name is kind of a collaboration of all of us coming together because we were all throwing ideas. But the minute we had Sons of Venus, something about the SOV, mm -hmm. what I like, there's something about it. Even the space, not the letters, the space of the S, the O and the V, just them alone is something in there. Like if you look at our the logo that we have in the record, the S almost looks like a music note, you know? And then the O almost looks like a rest. And then the V almost looks like a dynamic. It almost looks like music written out. So I related right away to the graphic image and I liked it. So that literally right from the second we had the name, the second I thought of SOV, I had a video in mind. And so I went from SOV to CIA to <laughs> FBI to NSA. And I just had this idea of a video where these letters would just keep coming up. And then inside the letters, you would just see the naughtiness that's going on in the name of these agencies. And I just heard that dong, 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 dong. And then if you hear that, that's that riff that's going on, which is very triptych, right? It's dung, 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 dung. So all these groups of threes. And then even the guitar that comes after that just goes, dan, 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 dan. So it's all these threes that are flying around. The whole track is built on it. And that's why I wanted it to go so long, because I just wanted it to get inside to everybody that why are they all three letters? There's something about it. You know, it's like the father, the son, the Holy Ghost, you know, mm. 
it's like something triptych about it the beginning the middle the end in music we have the one the four the five the two the five the one mm -hmm. there's all these triptychs so so that's where that song came from it, it literally was born right out of the idea of sons of venus the birth of son of venus and the birth of that song were kind of one and the same you know and it really started from a graphic visual cinematic image you know before the music so again, going back to that kind of multimedia aspect too, where it's like again the the kind of the the I guess the kind of um what do you call it the kind of power text I guess is kind of influencing the text itself. Yep. Yeah. 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 There's something about it, you know. It's uh, you know, if you look at like ancient Hebrew, right? The the num the letters are numbers, right? Mm -hmm. So that's totally what living in blood is. It's the letters and the numbers. Are the, they're the same. They're doing the same thing. They're communicating in the same exact way. So tell us about the new album then uh, that the, the single is a part of. Because I, I actually haven't heard the album yet, but I've heard the single also. So. Actually, just briefly. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. Go ahead. Just to add to the previous, um, the bass is kind of uh, doing like a heartbeat thing. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. You know, it's it's doing like a syncopated, like it's almost like a, like you can, without actually like, putting it in your face like with the drums and it's a bit, it's a kind of like it's like a human heartbeat in a way yeah so i i just sorry <laughs> to about the album well it's very fitting because like you know yeah. again living the blood it's that kind living of again blood, that yeah. organic uh, organism yeah. <laughs> uh, organism <laughs> organism <laughs> don't don't, don't uh, you know don't say evolving orgasm okay? that's, that's not, organism definitely well sorry. english I, is not my first language no, that's that's right. okay. <laughs> no i mean on the, in a way you are totally right because without orgasm there's no blood you know mm -hmm. there's no life so you know <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, preach on. This is where, this is where someone ends and someone's begins. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the, uh, and of course the blood and the, and the bones. But yeah, keep going. You had a <laughs> you had a question. And he's asking you guys answer. He's asking about to the record. He wants to hear some yeah. more about the, the album. Yeah. Well, but he, yes, he, he did, and I think the Sally uh, more can explain uh, uh, the concept of this yeah. rather than us because yeah, the. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's good. So, crisis to crisis is the title. Obviously, I think um, I think our. Um, Again, it it's really the media. When I'm saying crisis to crisis, I'm talking about the media. So he, back again, Aaron, how you're very perceptive and you're getting it, that uh, it is the, that's what the whole album, everything, dead languages. Again, it's the media, the way that it's speaking, uh, the art of coincidence, all these weird things happening in the media that's just, wow, this happened here and then this happened here too. What a coincidence, so perfectly lined up. So, yeah, so the, the whole album is a commentary how they locked us down. And when I say they, watch Living in Blood video <laughs> that, okay. the, the day, um, how they locked us in. And then all we had to rely on was the media through these things, right? So um, so the, the it's just a reaction to that 100%, every, every track on the record. So that's that so good. Yeah, but uh, the, actually, you know that even before the uh, all these things happening, we've been living in this 
for years, yeah. for generations, basically from crisis to crisis, which every week or every second week, you can hear that a new something terrible happens, you know, what can be, you know, uh, the, the war or uh, some kind of bad news. And the uh, news always give you the crisis and never say, hey, remember there was a, some kind of crisis, so we resolve it. They never say this. Yeah. You know, so instead of, you know, resolve the problem or tell people that, you know, we resolve it, they uh, created another problem to cover the old problem. And people are already forgetting about old problem and, and focus on new problem, which was not going to be resolved. And so that's, you know, that we actually been living this and we are living this. If you watch or only from well, the major perspective. I, I would continue this uh, to say that it's, I think it's a personal reflection of a human soul uh, as, you know, as, as being constantly distracted. We're distracted by these things. We're distracted. You know, we are right now, right? This is what we are. I mean, we're speaking and, but, you know, there's a, we, we get angry. We, we distract ourselves from that being, from what we are originally. And, I mean, in the name and all these songs, it just asks why, <laughs> you know, crisis, why, <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> also three letters. But it just asks that question of like, why, why does it keep happening? Why do you, why do we, why on a certain level, why do we seek it out? Because mm. we seek out in a way these, negative things that we kind of attach ourselves to them where we attach ourselves we can't just exist we kind of attach but ourselves. i think uh yeah you're totally right but i uh, speaking of for uh, two of us we already not attached i mean we will look we'll look on this like something yeah, you know, yeah. like the white noise but uh what to be considered that most of people are they uh you know they actually planning their life they judge the life based on whatever comes from the news video and well, stuff it's just uh it's it's a question about the human experience as we live it and as 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 we you know the four of us right now live it and other people you know how we experience it and you know that that i i think it's it's that question that's and the the question and the answer that's in the same Kind of same. Yeah, I think that, that's well said because one of the tracks is called "World on Fire," and the, it says literally, "Why yeah, it's... Is the world on fire?" <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, Sally got to give credit to him. He's an amazing poet, and the lyrics always well put. Like there is no extra word, or they always melodic, and each this each. Each word has a sense, and it's uh gives so much uh, editing to the music because when you listen with the sound effect which he produced, and all these rhythms and music and the bright lyrics, it's just right there. You don't need to even go to the music theater or whatever. It just you can listen it, and you're already in the movie. You can play with it. It's like Rubik's cube. You know, you can do we, whatever you want. We have like hundreds of not. I don't know. I don't want to say thousands, but maybe uh, we have hundreds of hours of jams that never went into songs uh, that that we, you know, just not because they're not worthy. It's because they weren't, re 
<laughs> when the the gems that went into songs were just properly recorded. Yeah. <laughs> the other ones were not properly recorded, so they never actually became be, be, became songs. But the gems that that became songs were just properly recorded. That that's the only difference, really. We have hundreds of, of this whole universe. Every time, I mean, me going through like right now and trying, you know, you know, talking to you guys and us releasing this record. I went to like our old stuff and I'm hearing stuff that, you know, I'm hearing sounds I didn't hear before. Uh, I I went into the even stuff before. The, there's a whole there's a whole B-side record that we made <laughs> that we wrote that we never recorded. We we, we played it live. Uh, it had it had a bunch of songs like I listened to all that stuff. And like you find every time you listen to it and, and these songs and, and I listened 100 times. You find something new. There's a new, like a universe. It's like 3D, which is really rare. Mm -hmm. You know, some in most music, something always emphasizes something else. So you're always, you know, so you have one vocal, and then you have like five other vocals that emphasize that one vocal. Here, like I don't know what, like I'm listening to this, like I don't know what's emphasizing what, but it's like this 3D universe, 360 yeah. degrees. With that, that's just. You know, you can go here, you know, at 90 degrees or you can go over there and you're you're you'll find something new in any. It's like a world in itself. And that, that's what yeah. and that that's what's cool about it. And what's cool about the way Sully does this and, and the way that we kind of play, <laughs> you know, and, and um, you know, to give credit to John. Uh, I mean, he kind of he we're kind of instruments in, in, in this. Like we write our little part and we play it, but he really takes us and he puts us into a chord. Mm -hmm. And that's what like the three, the three here we have the the first, the third, and the fifth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's a great way of looking at it. Again, the chord, right? Uh, Amen. Triptych. There's your triptych. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's it truly is. I mean, I really every time I listen to it, and I'm sure the guys can say the same, something different pops up. Yeah. Some some a different sound, a different different thought. yeah you know you're, ne you're never bored you know like and <laughs> once the uh the, the, the jam itself it's at least 45 minutes <laughs> 45 <laughs> minutes to yeah so you need I, to i think we've, we've had some that i don't think the medium could even hold we kept going like little piece of it just like little drop when yeah. we have ocean of music and me they just want to like perfect little drop it's like oh, come on yeah, we... yeah. so well, but yeah we we're trying to uh be there everywhere i mean you know whenever it's music are it doesn't matter mainstream non-mainstream as long people get it what we're doing and we get people and you know then it's cool you were talking about uh the new album so i think I, I really think i got a great concept of what this album's about then and um, when it came to crisis crisis then i mean uh, comparatively you were talking about your previous record being almost improvisational pretty much all improvisational by comparison was just a lot more of a, a concept that you guys were kind of written about so every time you're writing you're like okay we're we're reaching towards this end goal, let's say. Yeah, right. So we have three records, and all three records are doing that. the The first album was we discovered that. Well, I discovered that. Oh, I can play a nice little editing trick here, and so we jammed, and they didn't really think much of it. And then I sent it to them 
edited and they're like that's true what the hell is this we don't even know what this is and they're like where did this come from and then but what we want so once so all the comp it, all the i composed it but with all their playing yeah. um and then we had the idea let's go to our favorite recording studio and recreate this now as a composition so the, look at the layers of co conceptual continuity going on right Mm -hmm. uh, and we did that, and that's our first record, which we're really proud of. We love it so much, and it's re so and it's recorded live. I'm trying. I'm trying. I can listen to the song. I'm trying. Yeah. This is, I think, the best thing I ever play on. I mean, yeah. this is the, the this the beat, the rhythm. Uh, I I mean, the, this is the the rhythm I was playing, kind of created. I was like because it sounded kind of off, but I like it because it's. It's not. <laughs> yeah. And Sally put an amazing riff on it. And, you know, it, it came out so good, so good. I can listen to, uh, like uh, for it, two days straight, one track. But um, I'll, yeah. finish, I'll finish it, the point. So let me let me finish the point, Igor. So, I'm so, sorry. So we did that and um and you know, we put we put money into it. We self-produced it. It was uh, we did it without a label. Because uh, we wanted to, we wanted to see the whole thing through to the end. We didn't want anyone else involved in it, and uh, and we were really happy with it. Uh, and then the second record, <laughs> we got the idea: what would be the opposite of that? And that was like literally just get a good quality recorder. I got like a little Zoom box. It was actually a Tascam. We always say Zoom, but it was. But it's like I don't know if you know what these Zoom recorders are. They're stereo microphones uh, that are on a digital. Um, uh, I guess, it, it, you know, you can record it like a 48K. Uh, so a high-end digital file it creates. And it's got, you know, two condensed stereo mics on it. And that's it. We just put that in the room. I played around with it on a flat surface to get a little bit of reflection. So this way it sounded a little bit bigger than it really was because we were in a small studio. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole album. And then we looked at each other and we said, see at the other end. And when we stopped playing, we stopped record, and that's the record. Though I did add a couple little things. I added I added uh, some keyboards to fatten up the the harmony a little bit, and I added some background vocals to fatten up the harmony. But everything else was recorded all improvised, so radically different from the first record. Mm -hmm. um, so when we went to the third one, that's why I said, "What if I just lay everything down, and then we add each track separately?" So each record has a recording concept to it different but still the idea of a concept before going instead of a band and what do they do every album they get together they work on some songs they practice they go in the studio and they lay the drums down they lay the bass down they overdub everything and that's you know that's what every band does we we have never done that <laughs> we never do that <laughs> we've never we have never done it <laughs> yeah we never done this yeah. <laughs> you know, and and I, when we talked about capturing the moment. I mean, that's where all these albums really are. Starting from the first one, when and you know, I I listened to like right now, just you know, recently, I've listened to the album and then the demo tracks that we made out of the improvised, the ones that you know, and how cool and fresh that they both have their own pluses and and how different that. No, definitely. I was just gonna, it's... you know, Ru Ruslan said, "I'm trying." I mean, if there was somebody. They wanted to hire me as a bassist and they say hey show me what you can do i'm like i'm trying that yeah. that's the song i would send to them probably oh yeah Actually, yeah that's that's that this one, one, one of the best that's... things on bass that i've ever played uh or or really made up because i that one i actually you know no, John that's... Lewis did, 
John noticed it, but I actually kind of wrote it in the in in, in the moment. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but it's so, yeah. In, you know, yeah. These albums are perfect because the uh, recording not just moment musically, but the recording, you know, our moment of lives that our period. You know, that's why the album. You know, we like these albums because they. They were so natural. They happened like what we've been, you know, dealing with, uh, living with, you know, and each of them, you know, uh, actually described our feelings or visions at that moment. You know, it's really uh, bad when you have a good song, but you don't record it in time, then song become bad. Mm -hmm. So that, that's what, and we, which with us, it happened so naturally. So it wasn't nothing late and just like everything happened in the right moment, right place, in the right mood, with the uh, right vision. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. A, that's a really good point. That's a great point. Because listen, everything today is quantified with a, a you know, quantized with a computer, and everything is all lined up perfectly and in tune. There's none of that going on on this stuff. You know, it's so far out of tuned and and it's just and and he's making a point like. <laughs> If we tried to put it into that grid like that, we would just kill it, you know. Um, so uh, yeah, that that's that another thing that I think makes it more like a jazz group in a, in that way, you know. Yeah. And and uh, you know, just uh, uh, going back to no, what was I going to say? Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, it's fine. Uh, something really smart. I mean, it's like the <laughs> smartest thing I ever thought of. You know, like you, you should like a George uh, living in the high note <laughs> from Sandfield. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, one thing I, I'd like to ask you is that uh, Igor was sort of talking about when he's listening to the, the music that there's often these uh, kind of uh, flares and things he notices that he just never picked up on before. As someone who's kind of the one doing the editing and the production and the, the kind of post-production side of the of the music, and um, do you often find that too yourself when you listen back? You're like, oh, I, you know, I never really heard that even when I was like working on it so extensively. Yeah, so I I love um I love things like uh, feedback. I love feedback. Um, not just pickup amplifier feedback, but like effect feedbacks. I love echoes and delays that feedback. I like when flange and phase feeds back. So that has a lot of that going on. I have a lot of pedals. I'd like, sometimes it's not even I'm playing this guitar. Everything is just a feed. So, and then I'm listening just like the listener is like, oh, wow. Yeah. What is this now, you know? <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of that going on. If you, especially living in blood, if you really put the headphones on and there's feedback that's happening everywhere. Um, I kind of designed my own kind of pedal board where my dry signal still cuts through. So if I'm playing along, my signal that's really giving you the harmonic structure is still cutting through, but behind it is this wall of noise that's just adding this weight and flavor. Like, you know, like I said, back to the air, right? Or the water or the humidity, whatever the feeling is that we want. Uh, a lot of that is coming from, um, you know, what you're picking up, up on all this other stuff that I, I don't even really know what it is. And, and in a lot of ways, I can't really control it. It's just really praying to the gods that it, yeah. it's going to work out, you know. Um, but I've been doing it a long time. Uh, 
I started right from the right out of the box with Jimi Hendrix. Jim, Jimi Hendrix is the person who really, uh, you know, I feel like woke me up to the universe. I could see the universe through listening to his music. And it's very similar. Like, you know, we're 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 in New York. You know, a lot of the places, you know, we we've, we've been in a couple of rehearsal studios, but they they all have something in common is that they're you know, there's tons of people on top of you and they're really dirty and it's slimy and you're coming from the inside, you know, from the outside, which is just traffic and people everywhere. And but when the three of us start to play, I feel like the you know, all of a sudden the roof opens up and the stars are there. and We can fly to other planets. I mean, that's kind of what it feels like. And then when we're done and we walk back out in the city, I always feel like I went somewhere, you know, it's like a you know, like a mushroom trip or something, you know, we really, we really travel and you picked up on that. There's something that sounds like there's, you know, we're in a desert or somewhere on the high seas, you know, all these feelings that are, are part of it. And uh, a lot of that is coming from this atmospheric feedback that I'm creating. Um, my day job is I'm a sound designer by day, you know, so uh, a lot of that is is uh, expressed with the group. And, uh, and I need Igor and Ruslan to really you know, hold that down and 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 give that the wheels to project that design forward. I I remembered what I was gonna say. Go ahead. <laughs> That'll be a high uh, note. <laughs> That's gonna be a high note. <laughs> yes, I, I definitely remember it. No, uh, it's <laughs> the high note. <laughs> no, uh, I, I was gonna say, you know, all these three albums, especially the first and the third, probably. But, you know, despite the fact that we have that old kind of an old school jam band type of thing going on, progressive jam band, there's a psychedelic aspect that's also coming from, you know, different, there's an, you know, with what John does, yeah, there's an electronic aspect to it, electronic layers, and that makes it sound, you know, like techno almost sometimes. Yeah. Even though yeah. it's not, it's completely live. It's unmodern. And say. yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if techno's still modern. No, because uh, <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like too unlimited or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I do get what you're saying, though. Right? There's a point, right? There's a point you're getting to, or I, I'm you... getting to a point that okay. there's a whole there's a whole level of like electronic music that's I know this carcass of of uh the this jam band carca and that that takes it to a whole different level that's what i was going to say. yeah yeah it's good i mean i think uh, that it's a, it's a good um i mean i guess aesthetically we would never be called a jam band um but i guess in some ways maybe because most jam band i think there is this bluegrass roots of the grateful dead that when you when we say jam band is a genre remember back to you saying there's no genre here mm -hmm. that would be true <laughs> it, it, a lot of also there's when jam bands play they're using a lot of the techniques of what bluegrass does when they improvise again we're not doing that we're not doing but this we are a jam band because that's where everything is being composed and coming from uh and then especially where again i think what's great what igor is saying most electronica artists they are using some kind of sequencer you know so everything is put to the grid we're not so where you there is that electronic vibe that's there we might be using oscillators like techno people are mm -hmm. uh, we might be using saw waves and sine waves like techno artists are but we're not putting it to a sequencer that's gridding it and laying it out that way we're doing what a jam band would do with it yeah natural yeah, natural organic 
I think that's an interesting aspect too, because like I don't think people think of um production or or music mixing as actual integral to the actual. It, it's a it's a weird relationship where people can understand that obviously the right production, the right mixing elevates music or kind of um uh you know makes music something more than it could have been, but simultaneously they don't actually consider it part of I guess the songwriting aspect. And yeah. um, well, if you actually think about it, I mean, like you are kind of making that production mixing side an actual integral part of the actual rhythm of the song. 100%. That's why I said I'm a sound designer. Yeah. So really, it's the same thing I would do for a film or a play or an installation. It's the sound design that allows the, the audience to move through the piece. Yeah. So yeah, so it's a you're right. I use it exactly like a drum. Exactly. <laughs> And, and what makes Ruslan such a great percussionist is that he knows when, oh, that's being taken care of. John's got that taken care of. Now I can go here and do this. Yeah. And to go, and to go back what Igor was saying, when we listen to some of these other older jams that, you know, time has gone by and I listen, I'm like, I don't even know who's doing what. I don't yeah. even remember who's making what sound anymore because it's so coming from so many different places i don't is that the guitar is that the drum is that the, yeah. we don't even remember what's making the sound anymore <laughs> so yeah so, it, it, we, so yeah. we all become sound designers at, at the end of the day so yeah we are sound of venus yeah <laughs> nice and um, i guess one of the final things i'll ask is uh simply how, how do you guys because we're talking a lot about the production side of of your music but how do you think um uh, the live sound uh differentiates from the um from the sorry studio produced stuff uh well if i can answer the first record uh we did nothing in the mix all the effects were printed in the performance. That's the first album, yeah. all of it. So there was no added effect in the mix down. It's all done. All the effects that you're hearing, the echoes, all that was all done in real time. Uh, second record, there is no mix. It literally is what we recorded down there. So so uh, this record, uh, Crisis to Crisis, the first one that probably has the most layer of mixed production over it than the other two records. Yeah. Um, but we've gotten together. Well, well, we got together once since the record. And we played. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, we, we got together once and we played a little bit of the music. We played around with it a little bit and uh, it will be different. But um, it will. It will be different. It depends. We, we're playing around with the idea that maybe if we go on stage for this record, maybe we'll add some friends. That's something we're thinking about and maybe make it more like how the record is. Mm -hmm. Or we may play around first experiment how we would do it as three people. So we can't answer that question yet. We're not 100% <laughs> sure. But the for the old records, we pretty much could reproduce them exactly how they sounded pretty much on stage. Yeah. Though with new improvisation, yeah. that's what would be different. But but pretty much captured the tone, right? Didn't we do a gig, gentlemen, remind me, where we literally went out of our way to see if we could play the exact thing on stage? <laughs> what was that place that was in East Village that had the uh, pyramid what? on the... But, uh, we yeah. literally did the record, right? We did the whole record. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I think we, we, we tried to do it several times. But I mean, it, it always... It always comes out a little different. Which, it's always going to be different, of course. Yeah. But I would say close enough that if people heard it, they would say yes. But that uh, was called. I want to say Fat Baby, but Fat Baby was the other. That one. wasn't Fat Baby. Not um, far from Fat Baby. 
No, it's uh, I mean, you see, I believe, right? In no, it's not even around anymore. Yes, like, it's gone now. Uh, but the new record may be different. We don't know because we haven't gotten together really yet since, well, since we only got we, together once. Well, we got we got together a couple more times. We did that. Oh, acoustic. we did some acoustic versions. Yeah, so, so right. we're gonna, yeah. uh, but uh, it, it still doesn't matter. Anytime with three of us, yeah. we just but just it's, it's give us sound. anything. Just yeah. give us anything. You can give us like piece of plates and and tubes. We're gonna make some for uh, with. I mean, so. I, I, <laughs> we, we it's did. gonna be sounds good anyway. <laughs> and we then the a, voice. It's always my voice, right? Yeah. So you know that that sound is there. Yeah. Always my scream. Somewhere. The scream is always if, there. If there's a scream. You know, I was listening to "Time to Roll Up." <laughs> what is it called? Time, right? I'm screaming yeah. in the background. <laughs> yeah, you are. Sorry, sorry, Aaron. Yeah, <laughs> this is not even released. <laughs> just this and is like the exclusive. And yeah. now I know that Igor scream like I'll put it in as a composition yeah. to be replaced yeah. later because like I'll do my own version of it because I want him to put it in. I mean, that's yeah. how much I I can't describe it, but it's like if the track is here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Igor somehow with he just puts the scream in and it just goes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's magic. It's I don't know how to describe it. And I and it just fits in the mix in a way I could never have my voice fit in the mix that way. He just goes right in. He's like ten feet from the microphone. You know, um, I would, that's true. That's, that's sometimes what... I'm saying like he doesn't need a mic. Come on, don't give him mic. <laughs> I can hear him without like through the mix with his guitars. And Sadik is pretty loud in guitar. I mean, but they... Even through the loud guitar, you can hear the screaming. Uh, but it's a screaming like uh, I think it's an inspiration like James Brown screaming, uh, funky yeah. stuff like uh, yeah. this kind of screaming. Yeah, <clears throat> nothing, nothing orgasming stuff. <laughs> don't don't worry about it. <laughs> James no. maybe disagree. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean in, in Mad Mag they turned down my mic too, you know. Oh really? <laughs> no, I mean she's he's the same guy. Yeah, you you know the clocks didn't work out. You know why they didn't let me scream? Oh, <laughs> that's the secret recipe. <laughs> oh, damn, I didn't know that. So. Well, scream, please do. <laughs> um, well, that's been perfect, guys. I mean, I really enjoyed this. Um, I just want to ask, like, is there anything you'd like to add before wrap up? Maybe uh, plug the date of the album, gentlemen. Uh, yes, yeah, Igor, please. I I didn't hear the last part of the question. If yeah, maybe any, just um, like is there anything you'd like to add? Just anything you have kind of coming up, and uh, if you just yes, want to give what... the date of the album uh yes so so we're gonna have you you've seen the living in blood um i think i sent you the, the other uh uh when love turns we have a radically different video and it's a complete different okay. song uh that that's that's coming out next friday uh on glassstone records and then crisis to crisis is coming out on june 9th the friday after that um we hope to start playing some gigs in the next couple of months, guys. And in the future, we talked about this a bunch, and we tried our like acoustics, uh, acoustic chops. Uh, it kind of works. Like, I, I would love to do an improvisational acoustic album. I don't know if, like, they, I mean, we talked about it, but I think it would be it would be a cool it would be a cool thing 
It's coming. I think it's coming. And, yeah. uh, and I do think uh, this. we play around with the songs on acoustic. Yeah. The songs yeah. we've already done that yeah. are all full of this electronic and production and improvisation. But yeah. they work just as, you know, on acoustic guitars and percussion and vocal. Yeah. They they work just fine. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, yeah. I mean, Sally, he's an amazing blues guitar player, by the way. So we never yeah, mentioned yeah. that. Besides the uh, all this... Uh, sound effect but his true soul blues man and this is when combined together <laughs> which brings it space <laughs> i never i never practice electric guitar on my pedal board i only practice on acoustic folk style guitar that's yeah. what i practice and then it's not what i perform with so it's, something's weird there i don't know what that is but I don't know. I just, I never, I always want it to be a mystery. I, I never want to know what I'm doing. <laughs> I just don't want to know what I'm doing. I want it just, I want something mysterious to inform something else mysterious. That's how I always want it to be. Yeah. So, yeah, that's totally true. Perfect. Thank you for listening for to the episode of really Postborn.com interview. Cool, Aaron. We hope oh, you thank you. Thank you, Aaron.